You are listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church, located at 3144 South Home Avenue in Berwyn, Illinois. We invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9 o'clock a.m. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I remember when I was a little kid, they used to have toys that were toys that mimicked chores. I remember having one of these brew, uh, a vacuum cleaner. It's like this little plastic vacuum cleaner and it had a dome and inside the dome were all these little balls and as you, you would vacuum, the balls would, would bounce around in there. You got one of those? Oh, wonderful. Uh, I remember another toy uh, where there was like a lawnmower. It was a lawnmower, the, my, my little boy size, and I would push it around cutting the carpet because, uh, you know, the carpet needs to be cut, otherwise it gets too long, right? Yeah. And so I, I had that toy, and uh, my dad would go outside, and he would mow the lawn, and I would mow on the inside. They're kind of funny, right? Who in here really likes to vacuum? You do? Oh, that's amazing. You, you like? Oh, well. I don't. <laughs> it's a little surprise that, that some people do. I guess there's probably some people out there that also like to mow their lawns, but I certainly don't. It's uh, it just work for me. And I think for many people, it's, it's just sort of funny that kids want to do these chores that other people, many adults, hate to do. But they're doing it because they're imitating their parents, right? They want to look up to their parents and grow up to be just like them. And they're learning all of these habits by following you, following in your footsteps, and practicing some of the things that they'll get to do as adults. Part of that play is simply taking on those habits, isn't it? Today, St. Paul tells us to imitate Jesus, to imitate our Savior. This is what he says. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Christians, then, are to live lives that look like Jesus's. As St. Paul says, to walk in love. What that means is we live a life of service just like Jesus. So we have to ask, first of all, what is it that Jesus did for us? Well, Jesus looked at us from his heavenly throne and saw people who were trapped in sin, like you and me. And he didn't stay up there and say, oh, you guys take care of it yourselves. He came down onto earth to be with us, to be one of us in the same bodies that we live in. And he spent his whole ministry, three years of his life, serving the people, teaching the people, healing diseases, taking care of all sorts of people, even raising the dead. But he didn't stop there. He even gave up his own life on the cross. St. Paul calls that a fragrant offering to God that by his death on the cross, God gives you and me his eternal love and promises eternal life. Now, if ever there was a life 
of service, it was Jesus's, who loved people with everything that he had. That kind of life is the life that God calls us to, following in the footsteps of Jesus. And he calls us to do it because we're different from the rest of the world. We've been chosen by God, given his salvation, given eternal life, and he calls us to live differently. The world will tell us that the way to live is to start with self-care. Very often I've heard it expressed this way, is I have to fill up my own cup before I can fill up someone else's. What this means is it's my job personally to make sure that I'm happy, I'm taken care of, I am all good, and when I am all set, then I can take care of others. But there's a problem with that. Are we ever all set? Are we ever fully taken care of? It's just like, is anyone ever really ready to have a child? No, you got to learn on the job, right? And if we have to fill up our own cup first, we'll never really live a full life of service because we're always looking inward. And that's not how Jesus did it. Jesus poured out himself everywhere he went. He worked so hard to take care of people that he would be exhausted after his long days when the disciples were out on a boat crossing the Sea of Galilee. Jesus was so tired from teaching and serving that he fell asleep in the back in the middle of a storm. Can you believe that? He spent his whole life serving everyone around him and he still does it today from his heavenly throne. He still serves you with his perfect love by giving you his grace through his word. So what do we do instead? There's a better model than self-care. In self-care, everybody's an individual taking care of themselves and nobody else worries about it. It's one person in charge of me. In other care... Your job is to take care of the people around you, but everybody else's job is to take care of you. That's so many more, right? That's not just me taking care of myself. That's all of God's people loving and serving you. What could be better? What could be more joyful than having the support and love of all of God's people? That's what Jesus calls us to do, to follow in his footsteps. Another way that I think the world will talk to us about loving and serving people is making a division between charity and the rest of our lives. What I mean by that is sometimes charity is a thing you do like one hour a week. You dive bomb into a neighborhood, you serve at the, the soup kitchen, and then you go home, and the rest of your life you've got for yourselves. Maybe, maybe you volunteer a little extra and you've got like four or five hours a week or ten hours a week, but there's still a distinction between your life and the charity you do. That's not how Jesus lived. Jesus didn't say, 
Today, I am going to go and volunteer by the Sea of Galilee and heal people. And the rest of the day, I'm going to do my work and work for myself. Everything he did was service. Everything he did his whole life was taking care of people. Just like he takes care of you. What does that look like for us? It looks like living a life of service. There's an author who's going around the country trying to meet different people who are bringing communities together. And he went to this one woman who's in a small town somewhere, a pillar of the community, and he asked her, how often do you volunteer? And she said, oh, I have no time to volunteer. That sounds kind of selfish almost, right? But then the author asked her, what are, what are you doing right now? She said, oh, I'm taking some food to a hospital. A little bit later, I'm going to go visit a friend and take care of her. See, she didn't see her service and love as charity, as volunteering. It was just something you did. And we can do that too. We can look at every second of our jobs as a way to love and serve other people. We can look at our communities, at our neighbors, and see them as an opportunity to care every day of our lives. We can go out and see all the people who come into our orbit as ways to love and serve. Not just for an hour, but with everything that we have. Just like Jesus. We don't have to go far away to find opportunities to love. We don't have to look at someone in Africa or on the other side of the planet. God gives us opportunities to do just that, to live and love and serve just like Jesus everywhere you look. And that's the life that he calls us to. See, our Savior saw us in trouble, and he came down to free us. He came down to give us life that lasts forever, to make us holy. And he asks us to follow him, to serve just like he does. In his name, amen. Thank you for listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church. For more information about getting involved, please visit concordiaburwin.org. Like us on Facebook at Concordia Lutheran Church and Little Lambs.